Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We spared no expense on three sides of whatever the fuck the show's for. <laughs> all, right, all right, Lisa, you got to do the intro. That's right. Whenever she's here, she has to do the intro. Yep. That's, that's, that's who we talked about. What do we even talk about? We don't about? even know what we talked about. You don't even pay attention when you're on the show. She's in there looking at the mirror, going. I meant saying there was so much stuff. It wasn't like an actual topic. It was more like a, it was a smorgasbord of of information and conversation. See, okay. a smorgasbord. <laughs> That's a big it word, like gymnasium. <laughs> like gymnasium. <laughs> it was a smorgasbord of conversation and topics. On this week's three sides of the coin, with two powerful and attractive men, and me, <laughs> the boss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is Three Sides of the Coin, talking all things Kiss. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Robert, one of three sites, 13 men, here with Uncle Gene, who has a message for Mike. Brad Vold, you're a tool. Want to get your official three sides of the coin logo and shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Everybody, welcome back. Another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. We have just got different rotating hosts every week throughout the summer here, don't we? What are you talking about? No, we don't. It's just the three of us, like always. That's true. There is. I have a vague memory of somebody early on being part of this show. Yeah, there was one other guy. Heyo, or something like that. Remember that? North, he was from the north somewhere. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, I, I vague, vague, vague uh, remembrance of him. He seemed like a nice guy. He never had much to say. Very personable. Well, he, was, he was nice. He didn't say much. Much? <laughs> yeah, much. Um, all right. So before we get into whatever we're talking about, because we have no clue, a couple things I want to mention. Um, I want to do a, a shout out to our friends over at Rock Candy Magazine. Yes, the new oh, issue, yes. The, the new issue number eight, June July, has a fourteen page special on the Kiss solo albums. With, it is outstanding. Um, brand new interviews with Bob Kulick, um, Big John Hart, Carol Ross, uh, Dennis Wallach. Um, let's see who else. I'm sure I'm missing somebody here. Um, uh, Richie Fontana. Um, so anyway, head over to your newsstand. You can get this on the newsstands. 
Barnes and Nobles, or you can go over to rockcandymag.com, and you can order it online. 14 pages all about the solo albums, plus there's articles about Nikki Six, King's X, Blue Oyster Cult, Golden Earring, Night Ranger, Dream Theater, Lita Ford, Richie Sambora, Striper, Iron Maiden, Van Halen, uh, Donington Monsters of Rock, Japanese Metal. This is, seriously, not just for KISS fans, but if you're like a, a classic rock, 80s rock fan, this is a must-get magazine. Well, I was going to bring up, because I, I subscribe to classic I've subscribed to classic rock since the beginning. Lisa, stop doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, I see gray hair. Sorry. I've subscribed to classic rock since the inception. And um, I will tell you, rock candy is slowly eating their lunch. I, I really think it gets better with each issue. Yep. And I love the fact that they go back to the old Kerrang stories and mm-hmm. almost give you an update on, you know, where are they now or what have they yep. done since really 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 enjoyed the both the and it was funny too because the blaze bailey article in there the iron maiden one was so well written i was and i wasn't a fan of that era and since i got that copy i went back because i bought this kiss very similar with iron maiden with me i went and i bought the the cds just to support the band back in the day but and i gotta admit i i never really cared for them but i did like when bruce read re-sang some of the, uh, a couple of the songs that were on some of those uh, records. But it, it was great hearing what was going on inside of the band. I also thought that Blue Oyster Cult article on Mirrors, um, which is one of my favorite Blue Oyster Cult albums, actually, and that song was like one of my summer songs in 79. I absolutely love that song, Mirrors. If you've never checked out that song, that song's great. A great piece of uh, pop rock, but if you know anything about Oyster Cult, that was never their cup their cup of tea, as they say, and Tom Worman, the producer, and you'd know a lot of his work from Motley Crue on down, um, got a lot of the blame, because keep in mind, go back, you know, Cheap Trick was really hitting big, and they were trying to kind of emulate that sound from a band that really didn't do that, that sound wasn't, you know, like I said, wasn't really in their wheelhouse, so I, I, again, I, the, the articles are fantastic, uh, Lisa, I'm in mid soliloquy. What are we doing? First, you're looking all hot doing that, and now you're 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 ruining the vibe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 to, to, sorry. To, to Mark's point, and and we we had one of the editors of Rock Candy on a number of months ago, Howard Johnson. Um, the 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 people behind this magazine are the original crew from Kerrang. The original Kerrang when it started, when it was cool, when it was everything that that we just praise about going into import stores and finding it. So it's the original writers from the Kerrang! days, and they're basically trying to recreate what Kerrang! did when it was in its heyday, which Kerrang! didn't write the article based off of, oh, you got a new album, give me your press release, and we'll do a standard interview. And Everything that you got from Circus and Hit Prater and every other magazine... Kerrang! and now Rock Candy seems to go the other direction. It's like, well, we're these guys are fans, so they ask the different questions. They know what excites people, so they talk about these bands. You know, where where you know, classic rock is whatever is big right now, 
and is a big band and needs to be pushed. I mean, because let's be honest, Kiss is on the cover. Kiss is doing nothing right now. Kiss yeah. does, you know, they've got the tour hasn't been announced. The tour's not happening. Yet these guys sat here and said, wait a second, it's the 40th anniversary of these solo albums. Is anybody going to talk about this stuff? And that's what they did. Well, the issue, in the issue previous, the Aerosmith stuff was fantastic. And the issue before that was the Van Halen one. Again, I'm I'm eating this stuff up, man. It it, it it is really well written, and like you said, Michael, it really is flashing you back to the Kerrang days when it yep. was all sports. Don't get me wrong; I love classic rock magazine too. They do a good job, but they're really kind of, and I like this. That's how come I keep subscribing. But they are, they are also introducing new bands and stuff, which I do like, and and they give away the the CDs. Of the new music, and I do again. I love that part of classic rock uh, magazine, but rock candy is really the nostalgia one that's really yep. making me feel like a kid again when I'm reading it. And like I said, I'm a voracious reader. I abs- I read constantly. So and and you know if 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 they if, if they, one of the bands of the from bands the eighties. Uh oh. Uh oh. Echo alert. Is that echo Lisa alert. again? All right, let's try it now. So if one of the bands from the 80s has a new album out, it'll get mentioned in an article or a review here. But this is not the magazine where you pick it up to discover Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van Fleet is not going to be in Rock Candy magazine because Greta Van Fleet wasn't around in the 70s and the 80s. Um, This is, again, this is... What you grew up with in the 70s and 80s, those bands were there. They're going to talk about it here. In great photos, too. Yes. The layout's fantastic. Love everything about Rock Candy. Two huge thumbs up uh, for me. I brought mine to read on the airplane. Awesome. So, so, the best part is that Lillian X right there. Yep, yep. Rock oh, and, and you know I'll give a shout out to their their sister company Rock Candy Records. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Which does great reissues of a lot of this music from the 70s and 80s, which is not available anymore. That they they remaster them and they put in added interviews and liner notes in. Rock Candy Records does a great job of of bringing and they, back they music. They highlight those bands that didn't quite you know scale the mound. That some of the bands I love I love the Sea Hags. Yeah, remember. bands that were good but never broke. Yes, correct. Yep. They, you know, don't get me wrong. They reissue, they reissue a lot of stuff that I don't care for either. But there's some big gems there. Matter of fact, our former a guest on the show, uh, uh, Derek St. Holmes, had uh, St. Paradise uh, redone, um, and that's a great record. I highly, highly recommend that record, the St. Paradise record. Rock Candy reissued that, too. Yep. So. There's also so, a great article about John Crabby in here, too. Yep. Yeah, there is. Catching up and with what John's... And they said they're going to reissue the Scream album, too. That'll be cool. It's a good album. 
So anyway, head over to Barnes and Nobles or your local newsstand. If you're in the U.S., it might take a few weeks for this to show up. If you're over in the U.K. or in Europe, it's probably on the newsstands now. Or Rock, or Rock yet, Candy Mag. Yeah, go to rockcandymag.com and subscribe. Um, if you subscribe, you can get the hard copy and you can get a PDF digital version of it as well. So you can read it on your iPad or Kindle if you need to. Yeah, Classic Rock does that too. Um, so another thing that just showed up in my inbox that I wanted to mention, um, we want to show some love to our friends over at Spooky Empire. So Spooky Empire's got another event coming up October 26th through the 28th in Orlando, Florida at the Caribbean Royale Orlando. This is their big event. This is the one that draws like 20, 30,000 people. Anyway, um, I really had to frickin' strong arm Petey to get him to give me this information. But they uh, just announced Peter Chris is going to be a special guest at the Spooky Empire in Orlando, October 26th, 27th, and 28th. And keep in mind, that is right before the Kiss Cruise goes out. So come down a few days early, go to Spooky Empire, meet Peter Chris, go on the cruise, meet Ace Fraley, Gene Simmons, Paul Stanley. Um, it's going to be like Kiss Kiss Weekend in Florida. So anyway, SpookyEmpire.com, Peter Chris, special guest, October 26th through the 28th. Um, just showing some love to our good friends over at Spooky Empire. Um, all right. Either of you two knuckleheads have anything you wanted to mention? Show some love? Show some love. I mean, I, you know, Mark, Mark and I were just like, when Lisa showed up, she's like, are we ready yet? Because cause I'm naked and I need to take a shower before I get on the air. And we're just like, whoa. That's all true. It's all true. It's all true. That's why her hair is wet. That's all right. I, just, I literally just I left the pool and I ran upstairs and showered. I was like, you know what? If I try to make myself look nice, I'll be late. So I, I, I on, Listen, yeah. I tried really hard to get Lisa to do a shower show for this week's episode. But you did. It didn't. I, I was done already. Sorry. It didn't happen. <laughs> Sorry. You tried, though, Mike. I, I tried. I tried. Um, lots of good um, early response to our new episode that just released today with uh, the Goddess of Thunder, Lee Westy. Well, you know, one of the things I do want to talk about, Mike, is what we were talking about privately today. Somebody over on another message board. Oh, come on, just say it's the cesspool. It was the cesspool. But you know what? What a new low. They they went on as... They impersonated uh, Lee. Yeah. They, they, registered, they registered an account named the Goddess of Thunder, and they started posting as Lee. And did, they, did she not think that... Did they not think that she wouldn't find out about that? Well, look, they're, they're, they're not the brave. They don't think. Well, the whole thing they don't with think. The with with the show, look, man, you, you want to hate the show or do that? That's all fine and dandy, but Jesus Christ, do man! You, do you really need to go and impersonate one of our guests? <laughs> I, I mean, I admit, is, I is there so funny. little in your life that you have to go and impersonate the goddess of thunder on the Kiss FAQ board? I mean, really? 
Yeah, because Mike, uh, just to go back to the beginning, Mike sent me something. Because normally the, the, the day after or the day of the show, Michael will send, hey, you know what, I'm an email or a, a, an IM. Like, hey, we're, you know, we're live now with the new show if you want to see how. Because we don't see how it looks till you guys see how it looks. Right. Almost 99.9% of the time. So, you know, out of curiosity, I always go, okay, you know what, uh, the lighting in the room or whatever, you know, hopefully everything looks good. And he's like, hey, check this out. And I'm like, what's this? And it's like, why would Lee say what's going on? Because we had a really great experience with her last week and everything seemed good. And next thing you know, I'm like, son of a bitch. And then Mike's like, that's not her. I just, you know, just heard from her or whatever. And, and I'm like, if, if that's what you're trying to do to get us to talk to you about us or talk for us to talk about you, dude, don't you have anything better to do in your life? I mean, really, you're going you're going to impersonate Lee Westy, who is just a fan and is known as the goddess of thunder, and you're going to start talking shit as her. It's just like that's just I don't know. That's just stupid and low, and it's just crazy. Because I, I I message her and I go, oh, because at first I thought it was her, and I said, oh, hey, uh, mm-hmm. you're already hanging out over there. And she's like, that's not me. I don't even remember my account. Yeah, Lee would never, that's, as soon as I read it, I'm like, that's not her. She would never do that. <laughs> she would never stoop to that kind of blow. Well, like I said, the only time I see stuff on the cesspool is when someone says, hey, they're talking about you. I don't which, know which, quite honestly, what do I, what do now, now is to? literally every day. It has been. It certainly has. But if my, I, I, jokingly, but although I, I guess I'm pretty serious when I say, do I really need to know, you know, Love Gun versus Rock and Roll Over? Go. I mean, really? Look, man, I got way more important things to do with my life than stuff like that. It's not that it's bad. If people want to do that, that's fine. I'm just saying that's not for me. You're just and, not a regular visitor to the site. And, and, and on top of that, you know, um, with the, the folks that I know, I, I need kiss info. I know where to go for it. And if there's stuff I'm not supposed to talk about, I don't talk about it. So, you know, this goes back, and, and I know we bring it up a lot, but this is like back in the summer of 2016 when Ace guaranteed, I mean, there was other podcasts and other Facebooks, guaranteed Ace back 2017. He's already confirmed to take Tommy's spot. I'm like, mm, uh, no, he's not. <laughs> and, and on top of that, if it was, we wouldn't be blabbing that kind of crap anyway. So that's just, that's what I mean. I don't go there for a reason. I, when I do go there, it's funny because I can't believe the garbage. And I mean garbage that's talked about. And I, and I can't believe just the cesspool of hate. I'm like, you, I question these people. If they're even fans. Tommy sucks. Eric sucks. This guy sucks. Vinny sucks. Bruce. I'm like, oh no, everybody likes Bruce. <laughs> everybody likes Bruce and everybody likes Eric Carr. Yeah. I, and I'm like, why are you even here? Go outside. It's nice out. <laughs> yeah. Summer's As your mom would say, go out and play. Go out and play. Yeah, no doubt. Don't come home until the street lights come on. Yeah. And I especially, whenever we are mentioned, I'm like, look, the more you hate on Mike, the more he loves it. <laughs> the more press and p- promotion you give us, the more the pot we is let him in on the joke all the time. <laughs> it's still fun. 
It's hilarious. It's it's just it's crazy. So anyway, yet yeah, lots of love though from people who um have uh, have been watching uh, the new episode with Lee. Um, basically, it's like boy, that was you Lee and and Lisa most beautiful show we've ever had. It's true. It's true. You could just put post-it notes over over Mark and my face and just look at the well, other two beautiful ones. Yeah. Um, I did want to read. I screwed up last week and didn't read a comment. And and basically because Ed isn't here, I'm going to read a comment. Um, this is from oh, this is from about three episodes ago. This is a, from our legendary contract episode. And I just felt like this was a... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Really nice comment and needed to be shared. This was on YouTube, and it's from Dan Berger. And Dan writes, Michael Branville is a smart and shrewd man when it comes to the fundamentals of the music business. Thank you. <laughs> that was it? That was it. <laughs> that was it. That, that was it. it. Listen, if I get to pick the comment and read the comment, you don't know what you're going to get. Hold <laughs> on. You know, I have, a, I have a couple things um, that uh, – over the weekend, I got to hang out with a couple. Uh, yes, can you show? Can you show us show. where you put Gary? Gary is currently hiding behind Ace. Behind Ace? Yes, he's huddled down over there. So, so tell everybody. I mean, you've threatened to bring people in the basement, but it finally happened. Well, both both Rich from Mr. Speed and Gary from the band New England. And it was funny because when, when we we went out to, I'll, I'll get to the other stuff first but when we're hanging out uh, at the restaurant which is a really nice restaurant royal oak here in, in, in great area and if anybody here knows that that area is really up and coming really nice kind of a hipster area now but uh, still very cool but we went to a nice brewery and i'm sitting there talking to gary and he brings out because rich came up from ohio for mr speed and he came up and he went through some of gary's boxes because i'm a big fan of new england i i you guys remember that was the reason back then that we had him on the show. I was like, oh my god, I, 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 they opened for Kiss. They Paul Stanley produced their record. And, you know what I mean? It, it was a nice Kiss connection. We got a ton of love uh, when both Gary and Hirsch from New England were on the show. Those were really good shows. And anyways, Gary used to live in this area. He lives in Florida now, but he came up for the uh, just to visit family and friends and stuff and. I thought it was awesome. He just sent me a text. Hey, man, I'm 
I'm in town. You want to go grab a beer or just hang out for a little bit? And we were supposed to do it earlier in the week, and I'm going to get to another story, which is minor kiss-related. But I was very busy with something else. Um, fast forward to the weekend, because this was like Sunday, the previous Sunday. He's like, hey, can we you know, get together? And I'm like, cool, yeah. And I'm like, next thing I know, I just don't have the fucking time. So anyways, we're sitting there, and I'm, and I'm looking at Gary, and I said, you know, the last time we were in the same room, you were on stage at the Silverdome playing with New England because I have never met him in person, you know, just on the show. And I just thought that was so weird. So anyways, um, he also said, hey, Rich is coming up to, to look at some of my New England archives because he's think I think maybe doing a New England project or something with them. And he had these really cool early pictures of the band and all this. Is the word inferior? What's the, there's a word for for that just looking through all photo sessions and stuff and he it was really cool he gave me a great contact sheet autographed it on the back from the first new england session so anyways that was really cool but then after we get done eating and everything and you know um sitting out there was a nice summer night um rich asked me if i had any doubles of stuff because he said you know he went to a bunch of record stores here in detroit which is the same thing i do when i go to cleveland or toronto or i always cruise all up record stores looking for stuff and i'm like i actually have a pretty high-end poster that uh you know if you if you want it I, you know i said it's quite expensive but you know it is what it is and you like, like i know how exactly how expensive that is and um i i want it so i said tell you what uh-oh oh, oh there oh there we go stop I'm sorry my, this is hotel connection i'm sorry uh, i so anyways, thought you were playing with your buttons so <laughs> So we come over here, and they're like, so, 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 basically, I can hear what what I'm envisioning is you're sitting at the bar, and Mark goes, "So, would you like to come over to my basement and see no, a poster?" Not, not, not the other way around. Can we, can we take a look at the? I'm like, sure. sure. And then I, all, all kidding aside, Rich wanted that, that poster. I said, "You want to do it?" Now I'm I'll trade you the this. poster for Gary. It was uh, it was quite late because um, Liz and Liz and Emily were in New York over the weekend. Liz Liz's birthday was last week, and uh, I sent her and uh, my daughter to New York for the weekend. So they have a girls' weekend and got to hang out. And stuff. So so they couldn't witness what Mark was going to do down in the so, basement. So anyways, <laughs> so it was, was kind of late, but I'm like, if you guys want to do this either now or or tomorrow, because. Uh, I have to pick this up at the this airport. Sounds so like, bad. So, anyways, so they come over here and just start going through stuff, and I'm like, Gary, I have a promo shirt from that Silverdome show with the New England logo on it. You want to see it? And of course, it's all wrapped in plastic. And uh, did you take it out of the plastic? Hold on, I'll get it. It's right here because I never put it away. Gary's yeah, still well, Gary is still holding on to it. I tell you what, while I'm playing show and tell, this is all the stuff. This is just one of many, many boxes. And I'll get to Look, we haven't done Spencer's crap in like forever. So. I have to tell you, Lee just said she's getting a shit ton of friend requests today. Good. Good. That's what she, she goes, Look I'm getting this. a shit ton of friend requests. 1972 Shoko sweat, hooded sweatshirt. Wow. Cool. 
again, this is just out of my, my collection, but these are the thing, kind of things I was showing them. This I have to open this to display it, so I'm not opening it, but this is a 1980 the silver tour jacket. Um, this is like super duper rare. You guys know the shows that are on Kissology 1, the December 76 shows from Detroit? Yeah. Promo shirt. And on the back, which I'd have to open it, which I'm not, it has all three dates, and it says sold out across the back. Really fucking sweet. But this is super, super rare. That, that Those were for Kobo shows, right? Correct. We should make a shirt um, like that when we have uh, sold out episodes. Here we go. 1978 Mr. Udo t-shirt. Wow. I'm just getting started. And then we're, you have them all sealed up like that? And you yeah, just don't yeah. open them? Because I take care of my stuff. 1977 Mr. Udo, first tour of Japan t-shirt. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, oh, I've got boxes. Um, this is pretty cool, and then I'm going to get to the one that Gary showed. Um, when, when New England opened for Kiss here in 1979, um, it was at the Silverdome. It was July 13th, Friday, July 13th. And this was Peter Kirsten. I bought this off of Lydia. This was Peter's personal towel. So it's got the date. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. That's Pontiac, so cool. Silverdome. Yeah, these, this is a towel. These were given just to the band. They had their own towels. And here's the shirt I had Gary take a picture with. This was a promoter shirt. This cheap trick in New England. Wow. Yeah, when he saw this, he flipped out. He's like, oh, my God. So it was just kind of cool to have him here in the basement and him... You know, be, be able to pull something up that was Kiss related, you know, to his uh, his New England time too. Did so you did you cool. rub the ketchup on? <laughs> and uh, no, it was cool, you know. Horrible, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Rich, Rich picked up a poster he didn't have, and it was nice. I sold it for a little less than probably what I could have gotten for it, but I also said to myself, "I don't what's, have." What's, to, what's that poster worth, Mark? For a few bucks. <laughs> You box, just a couple. It's, it's worth end. whatever somebody will pay for it. You know what? Um, he got a deal because he knows. Because he even said it. He's like, I've seen these go for X amount of dollars. I'm like, yeah. I said, I'll look. I had the same thing happen. Whenever I put it this way, I'm so lucky in life. Things, especially kiss wise, I, I get. I've gotten stuff like falling in my lap so many freaking times. I can't even count. And I like to think, you know, whatever. I don't know. Did you switch Did you switch something? something? No, it's you, Mark. No, it's Stop you, talking Mark. for Stop a second. Stop talking for a second. How's that? How's that? Nope. We have echo. There was no echo. Oh, man. It's, it's, that, that, it's, it's that kiss router. Kiss router. No, it's not. It's not me. It's not me. You wanted the best. Hello? Oh, now it's not echoing. I thought we'd get like a good anyway, reverb. So, anyways, you know when things when things happen cool to me like that, I like to share them with other people because it just it's I, I'm a big big karma guy, big big karma guy. So, um, which also leads me to the reason that I was I was busy, and this is a slight kiss connection earlier in the week. 
you guys all know I'm a big Ted Nugent fan. Um, a couple weeks ago, or excuse me, a few months ago, um, I got a, I got Eric got a hold of me. He's like, hey, Jason from Ted's band, who's Ted's current drummer, who's also a local Michigan boy. Like, hey, this guy has Cliff Davies Scream Dream drum set. And he's like, it's real. It's, it's his actual one. And here's video of this, the kit. And, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, the guy wants to sell it. And he wanted to sell it to Jason. And Jason's friends with Eric. And Eric, and so Jason got a hold of Eric because Eric collects kits, too. And Eric's like, hey, I know a guy that would want that. <laughs> so we got a hold of me. And uh, hemmed and hawed with this guy. Uh, he lives about three, three, three hours away from where I live. And then he, like, fell off the face of the earth. We're negotiating a price and stuff. And, he, and I'm like, okay, well, I just figured he, he didn't want to do it and blah, blah, blah. And then he just called me out of the blue, like, a week or two ago. The guy's like, you still want this? And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, I want it. So Eric did some research for it to make sure it was all there. He's like, and he sent me all these pictures. He's really, really good about stuff like that. Because he does, that's you know, he, he likes vintage drums and stuff, too. Everything matched up. I went and I went and bought it and uh now i own the uh, screen dream era ted Nugent kit matter of fact my friend uh, who i grew up with married into ted's family and when i got the pictures because the cliff davies was the cliff davies played on every if you, if you know any of ted's music stranglehold free for all cat scratch that's all him playing drums anyways this cliff signed the inside of these shells and said because when he gave them to the guy that who, who I bought them from, he put, you know, these toward the world, you know, 1980 and blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I, I went and, and picked that up and now I'm the proud owner uh, of that kit. And, uh, Can you play it for us? Uh, I, right now I'm getting, this, I'm getting the, the snare reworked. Matter of fact, I was on the phone with Eric last night for a couple hours because it takes a certain throw off um the switch for the to engage the snares so i because he's done this a million times he he he's like really good at researching that stuff and anyway we found found the proper throw off and if i were to get it fixed i would have had to have shaved the, the bit of the wood off on the snare and i wanted to keep it exactly how ted's drummer cliff had it i wanted to keep it the same way really super geeky um drum stuff but you know we can sit and talk about that stuff for hours because i like that stuff it was nice cause that that eric helped me with and i know we wouldn't have a problem with me talking about that because that's what we did you know um but anyways he, he was a big help and not only for me to get the drums but um the the last owner took up he modified what 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 the original drummer had it on there and it's more cool if you keep it the way it, you know, put it this way, back in 1979, or that kit was either made in late 78 or 79. That was the highest end. That was custom made for a touring, you know, who at the time was one of the biggest acts in the United States. So it was for, you know, it was all high end stuff. So now that I have it, I want to have it reconditioned to, you know, if you know anything about reconditioning anything, you don't want to take the, I don't know, the, the pitting and the, because that's what makes it cool. I mean, the reason that there's so much wear around the, 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 the hoops and everything is 
he was sweating every night on it. You know what I mean? And it, you want to keep it authentic. But like I said, it had some mechanical issues um, uh, that I needed done. And originally, I was going to just get it set up like a modern snare. And then that's what I was talking to Eric about last night. And he's like, you know, you're probably better off just reconditioning it to the way that, that Cliff had it. And, and, and it's the same thing, too. I mean, you know, if you, if you collect Kiss guitars or whatever, because I, I have Gene's bass that he gave me that he played. You, know, you can a lot of those times you can just buy those things and stuff. But having the, the, the played one, I'd never cleaned it. I mean, it's got all the, the, the sweat and the. Yep. You know, oh, getting up all over the place. I don't know if you can see, there's, there's, there's a bunch of sweat and shit on this thing. I've not touched it from the day that he, he and I left the picks exactly the way. That's cool. That's yeah. very cool. And if you noticed, here's something cool. Gene uses the Herc picks down here. These are the ones he actually uses. Those, right? are, his pl- yeah. those are his playing picks. The others are yeah. his throwing picks. I have some of those. Then he has the throwing picks at the top. Yep. And that, yeah, here's the throwing picks on the top. So, if you can see this, he'll he'll grab a playing one if he needs needs a playing one, or he'll grab the the top. Can we one. see what it says? Can we see what he wrote to you? Yeah, and here's something too. I'll hold it up in a second. You know, as I get older, um, my kids. I know my kids want like they don't want all because eventually, like I said, I'm going to sell this stuff in the next few years. But I know they want certain stuff because it's going to be part of dad. I mean, it's you know I'm. I understand mortality. So whenever I get anything signed now, I get it signed to the Chikini family. So whether it's my, I only have two kids, whether it's my daughter or my son. So you make it, you said, make them feel guilty about selling something autographed no, to the Chikini no, family. They've, they've been, of course, <laughs> when I'm uh, long gone, they'll be able to hang a guitar, something in their house that would go, that's my nutty dad, you know? So this is the, can you see that? All right, hold it still. Stop. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. The and hardest you know, rock and family in Detroit. Just to let you know, and I, most of the people who watch the show would know, but because I've told the story before, you know, I, I, I was, this was given to me. Um, I, I helped him out with some stuff. And I tell you what, if you help out Gene Simmons with stuff, you, you make sure you're taken care of. Um, that's how come it bothers me whenever I hear anybody talk bad about Gene. Because and again, we're not buddies or anything, but he's been awfully fucking nice to me, and he's done. Gene is Gene, Gene is nice to a lot of people, but he just doesn't advertise it. And yeah. that's so awesome. So about I'm just him. here to tell you that. Well, on my end too, I didn't ask for anything. I it it goes back to that my the story that Mike and Tommy. Well, who's Tommy? I forget. What was that guy's name? Anyways, I don't um, know much much about that guy. <laughs> that's exactly. But it goes back to like my wasps thing when I when I oh, Jesus when wasp I gave, when I gave Blackie the poster he like like you don't want anything for it and I'm like dude it's yours it's your life and it's the same thing when Gene asks for anything that I have I'm like it's your life I just collected it because I'm a fan you're more than welcome to have whatever I can you know give you and like I said not only this base he's sent me other stuff too whenever I've been able to help him out with stuff you know. Um, He's a great guy, man, and he doesn't deserve some of the. Whenever I see anybody, say that he's, yeah, whenever I, it, it repulses me when I hear somebody say he's 
doing something greedy. I think I lost Jens. You're I back. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, we lost no. you. No, there you are. I'm back. Yeah, this internet it, sucks. It bothers me when I hear anybody say that he's greedy because he's not. You know. And again, I always say like stuff like, you know, the two thousand dollar box. I'm like, people are lining up for a fucking reason. They're getting a great experience, a great musical collection, and you know what I mean. It it can't be topped. And it's no different, you know, too, with the the stuff. Whenever I've 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 bought a few guitars off of Paul, you know, when I've done the cruise, fucking it's awesome. Treat you like a fucking king. You get a cool you get a cool fucking guitar. You get a little acoustic show. What's not to love? I, no one reached in my pocket and took the money out of there, you know, without me saying, okay. You're right. So, I, look, man, these guys work hard, and they give us the greatest band in the world, and, uh, you know, I, well, whatever you can say, man, I, I love it, I, and it's, that's why I'm sitting doing this silly show, and, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not doing it for the women? Yeah, yeah. I've already got the best one in the world, so I got to worry about that. Oh, he's so good to Liz. Damn it. How do you he's know he was talking about her? Because I know he is. Because he <laughs> loves her. And she's so sweet. I know. See, see, Lisa, no, we, hey, we spent the night together. She knows. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Boy, that was fun. But anyways, you know what? That's that's That was, uh, you know, having Rich and Gary over and my little um, rant about. Uh... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, how cool it is to uh, be a KISS fan, I guess. So, so we've got about a half. We've got about a half hour. I have to get my charger home. Before I have to go and and pick up Thule from summer camp. And I have so, steak calling. You got steak. You got, you got, you got meat calling you? I got the meat. Lisa's got meat calling her in 30 minutes. What time is it now? Because I told Liz, I said, have my, uh, Liz is making tuna steaks, and I'm having those in about a half hour. So, yeah, we got a half hour. Mm. What's our, I, I will tell you what, you know what? Since we really don't have much, uh, we're really in kind of the dead zone right now. Um, well, it, it, it is. It's, 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 it's summer well, because... Making- we all have different family plans going on. Tommy's been busy with stuff at work. Tuli is now back in summer camp. I'm traveling like You're a crazy traveling. person. You're traveling. So we're, we're, we're still chasing down um, special guests, but it's just a lot harder for everybody, including guests, to get time booked here. So anyway, it, it's more of just the freeform beauty of what 
three sides of the coin is. This is what it is all about. Well, what I, what I meant by dead zone time is, let's you know, Kiss is leaving in a couple of weeks for they're going to be gone for a week or two in uh, you know in Europe, but they're you know they're playing festivals. My point is, there's not a ton of this news. Ace is uh, Bronx boy. Um, they're selling those uh, selling those uh, singles out right now. But, but I mean, this is stuff that's already been going on for weeks. There's the Kiss camp in general is pretty quiet. I mean, you talk Peter's going to be at that thing in October. Uh, Ace is touring sporadically. Um, and, uh, you know, Gene's doing his, his, his and his. I think they're laying low because the, the big tour is going to start what next year? It's going yeah, to be, gonna be a, say, was it three years? I, I, yeah, three years, right? Three year tour. That'll probably be announced in the next few months. And then everything kicks off next year. So, I mean, yeah, it's quiet right now, but, you know, enjoy the peace and quiet while you got it. Because it's quiet on the surface, but, you know, there's all kind of stuff going bubbling on. Under. And, we'll you too, um, yep. and I, I'm pr- pretty sure we're going to have uh, Brian on here shortly, but I saw they, they I don't know if they re-released or uh, the, the new Kiss magazine uh, over the weekend, they were selling them at the, what was that? It was another one of those chiller Day, Days of the Dead. Yeah, that. Uh, Vinny I just was it that one, right? Vinny, an, Vinny and Gene. Happened to have them handy. So. In Indianapolis. Yeah. And they, well, yeah, they sold these in Indy too, but they were selling them again. They're really pushing them. I will just tell you that these are great. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Well, I so bought, they, have, they have different covers, right? Well, well they had they, these at the Indy Expo too. But, and I think Brian said that there's another. There's going to be a fourth cover. There's the one cover. Yeah, and I, showed, I think the, I, showed, I, he, I saw his post online. I think he said four special covers. Yeah, here's that was the one. This was the next. And again, I I, I know I showed these on after Indian School, but they were talking about them again. And and of course, go back to the original um, poster book. Um, but yeah, they did say that, that the, was it Phantasm is going to have another cover. Um, so I'm pretty excited about that. I, I'm a sucker for that stuff, man. I, I love when magazines do the individual covers and it's just fun to collect. And you know, it doesn't break the bank either. You know what I mean? I, did you get all the spin covers? I was, I I was just going to, I was going to bring that up. You know, if, <laughs> if, if, if you were around during the reunion era, it seems to me that's when it really went crazy with magazine covers. And to your point, Lisa, the spin magazine covers, four different spin covers for one issue. And, God, every Kiss fan was just like. But you could, but you could order them separately. All like you don't have the to place. buy the magazines. I ordered them separately, and they came in an envelope with just just the magazine covers, not the actual magazines. I still have them in the envelope, kind of like you, Mark. But I actually opened them and looked at them, oh, and I put oh, them back. I drove. I, I remember literally going to Gross Point, which isn't far from my house, but it's uh, you know it's about fifteen minutes. But I just remember I hit all my local magazine stores. And keep in mind, the internet wasn't huge yet. Mm-mm. So there's still a lot of magazine stores. You know, it's still pretty packed and everything. But I used to go to this one store, and the guy knew that if there was Kiss on the cover, because it was it was near where Liz and I originally lived in St. Clair Shores, 
I was always in there. If there was any any Kiss mention or whatever, you just knew that if you bought a couple, I'd buy them, and you'd call me. Well, Kiss, if you remember back, matter of fact, it was uh, twenty-one. No, what's the anniversary going to be here? Because I think Tiger Stadium's in a couple days. It was the twenty-eighth. Yeah, wasn't June twenty-eighth was the Tiger Stadium show. Twenty-two years. No. Is Mark trying to do math right now? No, I'm just. Anyways, uh, here's another thing. There's people that are like, oh, the show's. Look, man, this is live. I've, I've had a long day. I've had nothing but numbers in my head. 22 years, Mark. I think that's what I said, too. Yes, you did. Um, I was doing all asphalt yeah, calculations today. My, my head is just fucking spinning with numbers. So, anyways, but yeah, 22 years um, coming up here for the Tiger Stadium, and boy, oh boy, here in the city, every, you couldn't find the spins and, and all that. They were just people, I literally, I remember seeing people walk out with, like, garbage bags full. And a lot of those people kind of screwed themselves, because those things really didn't go up in value. Well, that 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 was the point I was trying to make, is back then, you were looking everywhere, because it wasn't that they were not to be found because kiss stuff was everywhere it was selling out you'd walk in and they'd be like nope we we only got one peter chris left and you're like oh god it's peter chris yeah you know? well, here we go for october <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean that that was the thing is like yeah you know comic book stores magazine stores this stuff was flying off the shelves really fast it literally and if you remember that was the era some of some of you guys had sam goody we had fuck i can't remember music lands well music land but no there was another big which is obviously since gone out of business media play here media play remember media play um yeah media play and uh and sam goody and they had all kinds of, you know, magazines and little flyers and posters. And matter of fact, that's too dark to see That that Love Gun um, display, you can, you can see part of it. Can you guys see the Love Gun yeah. display next to the moment? Well, I have that the way I have that displayed that way because it it, it, it turns bends. It's got a natural bend in it. Um, so, it, so it does the corner. I have it around my pinball machine. Um, but that was, uh, I have a funny story. I, I went to, because I ended up like with three or four of those. And I was selling, because those were displays. And I love displays. And at the time, I remember people like Gerhardt and uh, even Alex and those guys, they wanted the American displays and they'd come to the, you know, to the New York Kiss Expo and stuff. And I remember those were great trade bait for the, um, for the posters, especially the 97 European shows. So I was trying to get all the, you know, all the promo posters for the concerts. So I could, I could trade great stuff for that. I'll never forget. I went and met with the manager and I asked him nonchalant. It was in the morning. I'm like, God, you guys want to have like a pizza party today? And he's like looking at me and I'm like, I want that. And he's like, well, we have to leave it up. I'm like, dude, you know, there's a, whatever, there's a pizza place down the street. I said, I'll, I'll buy your entire staff lunch if you give that to me. And keep in mind, I get pizzas for you know, 
and whatever, five, it cost me like 40 bucks in pizzas. So I went and I literally bought like four or five pizzas, brought them for them, and I walked out with that fucking thing. So it was just being creative, you know what I mean? The and, tricks of the trade. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, it's better than just the kid going, because here's how you're not going to get something. Well, I put my name on it. Those fucking people don't care. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I can go grab some stuff over there. It's got somebody's name on the back. <laughs> really? You should read the names off, and if they're a listener, you'll send it to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I learned because I used to do that. And put my name on the back of that promo poster, whether, whether it was Kiss or not. Matter of fact, before we moved here, because the house we, 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 had, we live in now, we built, and uh, we moved in here 20 years ago, 98. And when we were moving... That's when Liz is like, because as much as crazy, I look, my, you know, my Kiss collection is pretty insane. I also collected other bands with the same fervor. I mean, I collected Aerosmith that way and Black Sabbath and blah, blah, blah. And I sold all, I, I had posters like you would not believe. I mean, I had like a truckload of fucking posters from, and they were great ones too. And, and, and this is pre, like before I got into eBay and all that stuff. Because I probably sold them right in the mid-90s because we were planning on moving, which we did. We moved into here. And, man, oh, man, I, I think back about some of the posters I had. I, some of, I sold them for pennies on the dollar, too. So I could have got way more if I would have held on. Eh, what are you going to do? But that's the fun thing about collecting, going, going back to the magazines and stuff. I, I like that stuff. I love promo stuff. And it's just so fun to have. It's just so, so cool. So, do we have a little topic for 20 minutes here? I've got a, a little thing that we could discuss. Yeah, go ahead. A little thing. Wait, should I go see Donnie Marie, Donnie and Marie on Thursday night? A little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. Should I go? Sure. Think it's a big good show. Are you are you on the are you on the side of a little bit of country or a little bit of rock and roll? Oh, I'm kind of on the fence. I'm not quite sure. I might be a little bit of country. Little, I don't know. Whatever side Donnie's on. Ooh. Ooh. I think Donnie was the rock and roll side. If he can sing, wow, old horse. That's crazy horse. Crazy horse. That song's awesome. It is. You know what? I I caught on to it because you guys talked about it. We've heard that lots of times. My band covers it. Well, we used to cover that song. Yeah, yeah go see Donnie and Marie. Okay. All right. Continue on, Michael. I just wanted, I was just getting an opinion. Now, now, I... now, if you can go back and meet them, ask them what do they remember about being on the Paul Lind Halloween special. With Kiss. That's right. No, I just, there's not a lot of good tickets available here. Well, you can work magic. Somehow you always end up in the dressing room. <laughs> right? Right? What's your story, Michael? Let's talk about your <laughs> Avoiding the topic. That's how I do it. All right. All right. Here's, here's, here's a short discussion topic. It's kind of a round, round, um, round table discussion. And I'm just... I throw a bunch of ideas into a notebook here, so whenever we don't have topics, I can like go through these old notes. So here's something I wrote down. Um, it's called "The Songs Remain the Same." Very definitely. Keeping the songs 
and the recordings exactly as they are, what would you change to make a KISS album more successful? So we can pick a KISS album and then go around. What would you ch- You'd have to keep songs in the recordings, but everything else is could be changed. Touring, costumes, cover, you name well, I it. Think one, I think the one that leaps out really is, is, is um, Asylum. So, so well, let okay, so let's start that. Keeping the songs in the recording exactly as they are, what would you change to make Asylum more successful? Drop the fucking Golden Girls outfit. I was going to say that too. <laughs> I, I, Did you put their I, I remember, Golden Girls, though? Really? I yes, Gene is mod. I remember vividly holding up an issue of Circus going why am i still supporting this really i that was exactly i re, there's those th- times in life as a kiss fan where and I've, I've said it very you know very often on the show i i'm not crazy 80s fan um i always go back much like i did and one of the reasons that i like monster and, and sonic boom by, by the way i've been on a bit of a sonic boom bender lately but Sonic Boom and Monster, you can trace back. Modern day Delilah just has so much more integrity and just, just the way that, you know, you can tell just four guys all playing their instruments. The band wrote it. It has way more of a, that thread that goes back to the first era of the band that I love. And even the look and, and everything about it. Asylum, I think the songs were okay. And it was funny, I didn't like, I didn't, my eyes deceived me for years because I really never gave that album a chance. That was really the era that bothered me. Now, if you would have asked me literally in like 1990, what was Kiss's worst album? I probably would have said Asylum. It's not, it's nowhere near their worst album now. I've heard it now with my ears more and I gave it a chance much later on, you know, uh, in, in, in my music listening and appreciation, but Jesus Christ, man, I remember picking up the circuses and the creams going, what the fuck is this? They looked. Uh, you know, I, I, I would agree. I mean, I think Asylum is very underrated in the sense that people judge it purely from the costumes and the cover and don't actually listen to the music. Because if you listen to the music, I think it's actually... I like Asylum better than Animalize. I think it's I think it's a much better it it's got it's got moments that really kind of harken back to classic seventies kiss where I'm like, Oh, I heard a little guitar or a drum or little feels. I mean it wasn't like a total ripoff, but it was like all of a sudden, ooh, I could feel a little bit of seventies in there. Um but you're right, the costumes and, and frankly I thought Paul looked great because, frankly, Paul always looks good in what, whatever yeah. he wears. He does it well. He carries it well. Gene, as we know, coming from Lick It Up into Animalize into Asylum, that guy didn't know what the hell he was supposed to do and look like out of makeup. And, and he looked terrible on Asylum. Bruce, and this isn't a dig on Bruce, Bruce just looked like, out of place. 
Well, Bruce he was trying look... to discover himself too. Remember? No, no, he was trying to discover himself. I'm just saying, in 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 the the costume wardrobe sense of things, oh, yeah. what he was wearing just was like it didn't feel natural, and maybe it wasn't natural for him. Paul looked great. Eric, I think, looked fine. Eric wasn't overboard in in his clothes, but Jesus, what Gene had killed it for everybody else. Every because again, it was Gene Simmons, so everybody wants to put a picture of Gene Simmons in the magazine on the cover, and it's like, Jesus, you got Maud on the cover again. I mean, the, the oh, God, his red, his red sequence. Oh, God, he just looked <laughs> terrible, terrible. So uh, you're right. I would say that was the one thing that I would change because, frankly, they got plenty of MTV play. I mean, Tears Are Fallen was all over the radio, all over videos. When I see that video now, I still see the disenchantment in G. Yeah, Paul, Paul, again, Paul just naturally. With the fringy. With the but fringy. you know what, though? He fit into that era well. He, like Mike said, he, he looked He carried it well. Good. Yeah, he carried it well. Um, you know, where Gene didn't have that sort of thing, and it was it's tough with the kind of hair Gene had, too, because to, at the time, everybody was straightening their hair, and it was, you know, flat, meaning flat down here, but then poofed up up here, you know. Gene didn't really have that kind of hairline, or and, and, plus it just didn't look natural. I well, mean, and I, yeah, I, I, was, what, I, I had the same. I had the same problem back then too, as when we were getting courted by a couple of record companies. That that was a big. I can share that stuff. I still have the letters. I just had long, straight hair. I didn't have that sort of look, and. Uh, Anyways, I, th- I, th- I think Gene's look also was harder to deal with, considering as a longtime Kiss fan, he's supposed to be badass, evil, bad, tough. And here he is looking like, what the hell is this? It's the furthest thing from being tough. Paul's always been the rock star, the pretty boy. So it, it was just quite natural for him. Gene, it was just like... You know, for, I, I would actually say during the Animalize era, other than his freaking wig that he had to wear, um, looked terrible. it looked terrible. It looked his terrible. his his costume and his clothing, especially in in press photos, looked really good. It it it, it fit him well in Animalize. Um, it just fell fell apart when it came to Asylum, though. Yes, bad. I, I, he kind of, kind of recouped a little bit, you know, uh, crazy nights and especially hot in the shade. I toned that it down. Him. He toned it oh, down. He much better in, in crazy nights. Much much better. Yeah, correct. Plus, you know, that's that was really to the beginning of the tip of the hat to the original era. Yes, because the first time you really he had the base with the yep. with the space on it, mm-hmm. and and you know, because they really tried to separate themselves from the 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 image in, at the time and and you know they wanted to you know rise and fall on no, their you're, own. you're right from lick it up animalize and asylum there really was they no, made no they there was no point no reference nothing to make up kiss and all of a sudden in crazy nights you started seeing little visual cues to old kiss and it was 
I remember Eric's as, drums too. Crazy nights with yeah, uh, the Chikara yeah. symbol. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember as a Kiss fan finding those little clues and going, "Oh, that's freaking cool." That's really mm-hmm. cool. Did you, did you see Paul had the solo album patched on his yeah. jacket or whatever it was? You know, those little things like that as a Kiss fan, after being deprived of any reference for three albums, you're like, this is cool. There might you be know, something here. You know one minuscule reference that I wish they would have kept? And it wasn't so much a reference, but I think the diehards kind of went, hey, I, I get that. Remember briefly when Eric Carr had the Panthers on his bass drums? Yes. Because I, I, that's one thing. Even now, I've even said that to Eric. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. Those, you should get those cats back up on the yeah. ride. I just always thought that looked fucking cool, you know. But that's a great tip of the hat. But you know, I I thought that was cool when when Eric Carr had the Panther heads coming out of the coming out of the bass drum. Yep. It didn't last long. No. Um, I always thought that was a nice tip of the hat to, you know, when they had the cats on. Uh, and I still think those look cool. The cats with the, and if, if you're watching the show, you know what I'm talking about. Peter in 76 and 77 had the cats. Yep. On drums, they had glowing eyes and the crosses on them. Those, that was just fucking sweet looking. And that's, that's another thing too. When I, when I talk about the cruise and stuff, there's stuff that you could easily paper mache that would look cool. Oh, and God. make. That, that type of stuff is so easy to do today. Almost zero production value. Yeah. It would be so cool to have that up. Um, I, I, Lisa, real quick, is any what would you change on Asylum? I, was, I, I agree with everything you guys said. It was okay. mostly the, the costumes. That was, okay. that was bad. But I love the music. I thought it was a great album. Oh, I, 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 I will still listen album. to it much more because, again, I still think it – it is the album so many diehard Kiss fans listen to with their eyes, not their ears. So Gene had a bad costume. Yeah, don't 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 don't, yeah. don't look at Gene. Just listen to the music. Yeah, yeah, and don't and don't not listen to the album because of that. Because I think it's a great album. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll throw one out. So songs remain the same. The Elder. Next. <laughs> I knew this would be a tough one for Mark. Here's what I would say, and I think I've mentioned this in an old episode. Um, I think two things. They've got to change the cover, and they've got to put Kiss on the cover of the album. And two, as much as I thought those costumes were so cool and so fascinating and so I was just sucked into it when I saw them like in regular boots and everything else I think if they went to like costumes from the creatures of the night era and put that on the cover of the elder now all of a sudden people would listen to the elder with different ears because now all of a sudden it's not it's not the band that looks like they've changed everything. It's a heavy metal looking band. And there's some good songs on the Elder. I don't think there was anything wrong with the costumes. I think they were fine. I just think I think it would have helped them to potentially be more successful if KISS had maintained uh, as we all know, this is all what ifs. Well, I mean the the, 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 actual the, ad. the wheel the wheels were already off. I agree with the album cover, though. I do think that there should have been some sort of Kiss presence on the album cover because that 
That's... Here they are in when they're advert. This is an actual ad from from 1981. And they did start putting them, you know, in the ads. I think one of that may have been a reaction that, you know, there's no kiss on the. Right, there's no kiss and on the Jean's cover. And looking like super thin too. My God, he looked like super thin, and that during that time. That that flaming turd of a record just didn't stand a chance. See, I like that record. Well, hold on. Songs in there. I it's so like easy to say in 2018. Go back to the when that record came out. Inside, there was you. There was you. Couldn't have done anything with that thing at the time. At the time, you couldn't sell that. There was nothing. Well, no, no. I e- even to what I'm saying right now, the wheels were so far off of Kiss completely oh, yeah. in the U.S. In the U.S., yeah. nothing was going to save them at that point in time. Um, but I'm they just had saying, to hit rock bottom is what they had they, to do. Exactly. I'm I'm it. just saying. I think, I I think I would have liked the Elder album better if if. Kiss was on the cover of the album, and they had and they had a harder metal special. look to them, and stop and didn't have this. Let's jump on the new romantic trend and look like but, fucking but village people. Look at look at the promotion, or at least the TV coverage they got compared to the previous record. Unmasked was like nothing. It's like they didn't even promote. No, it. I know, I know. The Elder actually had promotion. They were on Fridays. They were on Solid Gold. They weren't doing TVs. They tried selling. They couldn't sell it. The, look, guys. Look, I yeah, I like the Elder too. Blah blah blah. Sorry, go back real time. You couldn't sell that. No, you're you're 100. Ultimately, nothing was going to change or help the Elder at that point in time. I mean, and and. You know, the results of Creatures of the Night are still because of how bad things were with the Elder and En Masse. Because, listen, Creatures of the Night, we got our band back. We got the music back. And it still went the fucking... Image back. You got everything, everything back. Everything back. And it still they, was a turn. At least, at the bare minimum, they could at least tour with that. They couldn't tour with this. Yeah, it was so far gone Seriously, by the just elder. Think a, just think of the tour with Paul with his purple little necklace and, you know, Gene with his hair. You really think people wanted Yeah, Do I think, and yeah, it would be cool to see, blah, blah, blah. But there was a reason they couldn't. His purple so, little necklace. So let's so let's quit fucking, you know, trying purple to headband. revisionist history, this thing. There's a reason they couldn't tour. Come on, guys, let's be honest with ourselves. There was a reason they couldn't tour. Look, I love Kiss more than anybody. That was a dark time. That's it. They, you can't sugarcoat it. They stopped. They stopped doing what they knew they were they, supposed that. to do. They stopped being the band that they wanted to be, and they started to become the band they thought everybody would like. And let's make everybody happy. And and the second you try and make everybody happy is the second it frickin' implodes, and then you you have to live with that piece of crap the rest of your life because it's your name on there. I, I love Paul Stanley's honesty about it to this day. He's honest about it. We fucked up. And the, and you know what? We wouldn't be here if they didn't fuck up. No, you're right. It took, them to, it took the elder 
in order for us to get creatures of the night. Yes. And from there is the band of this longevity is going to have a shit record. Sure. You know, I mean, look at Alice and his little. Well, okay, listen, but but we're recording episode 290 right now. We have yet to have a shit episode. That's true. Wasn't like one through 70 wasn't so good. (laughs) (laughs) Just having fun. Relax, everybody. (laughs) But but to, to, you know... That's why I, I am so adamant about refusing to, to listen to what anybody has to say about how we should make our show better. Because I refuse to make an Elder episode. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think that if, if un, I love Unmasked, do you think if it had a different cover, it would have been better too? Um, they would have marketed it better. They, keep in mind, to go back, they, they had the, the TV commercial, but I'm talking here in the States pretty much it they magazine from australia didn't it do fantastic over there yeah, sure much too you know what go back they did tv appearances they did they did stuff plus they were also hyping tours over there too but they were that record was that obviously we all know at the time that thing barely went gold at the time and that right. you know the previous so albums, you know if, if 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 we were keep the songs the same on the on unmasked i guess a couple things that come to mind is what if they truly unmasked? What if they really took the makeup off at that album instead of waiting for "Lick It Up"? Would it would it have would, yeah, it, would think... it have brought them a little more life because it's Kiss out of makeup? Well, Anton Fig wasn't wearing makeup at the time. So <laughs> it would have been a little bit of a problem then. A little bit of a problem. Um, the other thing is, uh, well, granted, we know they didn't tour here. Um, but if they would have toured in the U.S., would it have potentially sold better? No, because I, the, mm-hmm. mu- the, the music was the problem. I, rem- I remember as a Kiss fan, all excited when I saw the album, got the album, and then I listened to it, and I was just like, uh, what, what am I listening to here? I'm a little confused. You know, Di- 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 Dynasty was like, okay, it's a little different than Rock and Roll Over. But it's a one-off, and there's there's some good stuff on Dynasty. But then when Unmasked came after that, I'm like, okay, what what the hell? What what's going on here? I'm I'm yeah, I'm I, getting worried now. Now I'm I worried. Sum, sum that up as I've mentioned on the show many times. I had a cassette with Unmasked on one side and Women and Children First on the other side, and that's when we were carrying our boom boxes. And I'll tell you, I know which side got played oh, God, like a hundred percent more. My buddies didn't want to. Here, easy as it seems, but they did want to hear, you know, everybody wants some. Now it's it's much easier for me now to go back and listen to Unmasked as part of the whole Kiss catalog and library. But when that was their brand new album, that was really tough. It was like, am I am I am I going to put vinyl on, and am I going to put Unmasked on, or am I going to put on Rock and Roll Over? There's no question what I'm dropping the needle on. I gotta admit, I, I actually like even, even when it came out, I liked it. Uh, I I like the record; it's a good record. Um, but again, yeah, you're right. I mean, rock and roll over a million times over. Sorry, Alex. Um, Alex's favorite record of all times. But but you know, but but to Alex's defense, remember, he's from Europe, so That's unmasked true. was yeah, was true, big yeah. for them. 
They toured over there in support of it. Iron Maiden opened for Kiss in Europe in support of Unmasked. So it's, I like Unmasked. It, it, it all comes down to what Mark loves to say. It's each person's timeline. And, you know, and, we, yes. we've, we've, got a lot of, uh, we've got a lot of Australian fans who will sit here and, you know, Unmasked is the greatest thing Kiss has ever done. They were in Australia. You know, Unmasked was a fucking... I remember walking by Musicland going, what the fuck is that in the cover, the front window of, of Musicland? Holy shit, it's a new Kiss album. You know, it was it, Kiss was crickets back then in the U.S. Nobody well, they, cared they, about them. I, I also remember, and there's that famous cover of Circus with them with the birthday cake. Tenth on anniversary one, yeah. Yeah, and if you remember the article, they're like, "Kiss goes pop. This is their new direction. You know, they're yeah. not rocking. They're they're you know they're focusing their direction, basically on little kids, on kids, people who were more interested in Sixteen magazine. I mean, it's for Circus to come right out and say that, and then it, right after that, Circus pretty much abandoned them yep. for uh, for a while. You get the occasional story, but let's face it, bands, you know, Kiss, you know, let's face it, Kiss." really was one of the reasons that magazines like Circus and Cream and Hit Parader survived because they sold a ton of magazines. And they did that. That's another thing, too. They never... Circus did it. We'll put it this way. Cream did it in early 81 because they didn't need the meal ticket anymore. But remember, those guys could have published pictures of Kiss Without Makeup prior, but why kill the Golden Goose? Yep. It make any sense. Yep. We know, we know now that those photos existed, but they didn't why? Why, when you can make Kiss specials and you know put Kiss posters in there, and people are going to buy them up? So, so anyway, guys, it uh, I've got to wrap up because I got to go run, pick up Tuli at camp, and and I can see Lisa's drooling for some meat right now. <laughs> I'll post pictures later. Um, so anyway, homework for this week: um, songs remain the same. You can pick any Kiss album. Play the game with us. Your homework answers. Pick a Kiss album. Songs remain the same. Productions remain the same. What would you change in order to make an album more successful? We talked about Unmasked. We talked about Elder. We talked about Asylum. Artwork, uh, tour routing, um, advertising. Costumes, anything. First single, I mean, Mark has said if... It's My Life had made it on Creatures of the Night. Would that have made it more successful? You, you can you can pick whatever you want. You just can't change the band members. You can't change the recording. You can't change the songs. And a quick reminder, July 24th, 7 p.m., Joe Sensors, Bloomington, Minnesota. The fourth annual Three Sides of the Coin Minnesota Meetup. Tommy and I will be out there. I'm going to try to make it, but I keep saying that and I never do, so I'm not going to make it. I know. We don't even count on you. We just. I know. I know. I know. It's okay. He's been a trooper the last few weeks, though. We've come come to. We've come to learn that Lisa's really good at faking it. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, Lisa. I'm going to be there. I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm going to be there. I'm coming. I'm coming. Shut Where's up, Lisa? <laughs> she didn't you know come. What? I'm looking out this beautiful window right now, downtown Miami. I could be at the pool in my bathing suit doing something else, but I'm not. I'm you could also you be in your bathing suit right here doing something else. <laughs> that is true as well. 
Oh boy. And I love you guys. Oh, we love you too, Lisa. All right. All right. So, right. so Facebook.com slash three sides of the coin, three sides of the coin.com, YouTube, Spreaker, everywhere else. Go leave your homework. Um, I think I got to check with Ed. I think we might have a special guest next week, but I don't know. I know who it is. I don't know if he's confirmed it or not, but if it is, woohoo. See, when you, when you guys have special guests, that means I don't go on the show. See, that's how I rank on the poll. Um, what was the last week? Special guest. And were you here? I certainly was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We can say good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. Three sides of the coin. We're out of here. See you next week. So you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks. Take Three Sides of the Coin with you anywhere. Download your five-star rated free smartphone app today and listen on your Android or Apple smartphone. Visit android.threesidesofthecoin.com or ios.threesidesofthecoin.com. Download your free free copy of the KISS School of Marketing. 11 Lessons I Learned Working with KISS. The number one downloaded business book on Noise Trade. Go to books.noisetrade.com slash Michael Brandvold. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. So you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.